Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. <laughs> I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to Dwight. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off pig, Freddy! Get him off pig! Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, and we are joined this week by a special guest, a good friend and a longtime listener, longtime friend, Chris Peterson. Hi! Josh and Richard, thanks and, for having me. And my uh, co-host and best friend, Josh Briley, who neither of them, I talked about how we were going to open this show. <laughs> Josh, say hey. How's it going, everybody? Uh, Richard? I, yes. How are you today? <laughs> I am uh, catfishing two Dutch women. <laughs> so that explains it. Yes. You are uh, the reason. I um no, uh, my wife had a dream last night, and <laughs> apparently she woke up this morning, very wife. very pissed off. And uh, <laughs> does your wife often dream of the Dutch, Richard? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are you so, are you for real right now? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm catfishing Dutch. Twins. No, I'm talking about your wife's dream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So last night she she said she woke up this morning pissed off at me and realized it was a dream but um she was approached by two dutch twins she's like they were like model types and apparently they were being scammed and they needed my help and they they were talking about this guy that was in minnesota or wisconsin or somewhere up north you know uh that had been messaging them and they were supposed to go meet him and everything and and uh, and he was getting money from them, but, you know, they were still hadn't met him yet. And so she goes, well, here, look at my phone. I'll show you. And she said they gave her the code to their phone. The two people, one phone. I, my wife has very weird feelings about the Dutch, apparently, and their cell phone plans. <laughs> like some, real, from, some real problems there need to be worked yeah. out <laughs> between your wife and the Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she she says she hands them the phone. She looks up the message, and the message is me. It's me, and she's like, she's scrolling through, and like, she's like, you're talking about the podcast on there with them. She's like, I know it's you, and now I'm pissed. <laughs> and so she's like, now I come up to you, and I'm like, what the what the fuck are you doing? You're you're trying to you know meet up with these two Dutch girls and yada yada yada. And she's like, let me see your phone. I want to see how you messaged them. And she was like, first you said no, and then you finally just yeah. said, well here here's my phone. And she goes, as I opened the phone. Penny woke us up, my daughter. <laughs> oh. So she woke her up, and she was like, oh, man, you know, and I'm like, what did it matter? I wasn't catfishing Dutch women. <laughs> but uh, but no, man, it's like. <laughs> so the scheme from the very beginning, since yes. episode one. Since episode the one. The whole conceptual phase of the podcast, all of that, 95 episodes in. Yes. All about. Catfishing the Dutch. Catfishing the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Why and, not? Uh, they got good chocolate. Is, yeah. They probably the were rich. Play. 
You know what we ought to do? We ought to create a uh, profile for Facebook of like just find two Dutch blonde chicks or two blonde chicks and just pick them like Dutch names and just try to add you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. We heard about your wife, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the, the Dutch twins sound so manly, <laughs> but <laughs> don't judge me. Um, but no, man, Yeah, you, Chris was talking about how he, he sparked that in my head before we started about how we were over in, in you know, Switzerland and the Dutch countries. and Denmark. It's Denmark, yeah. We were. We were over pretty big in Denmark. And now it's like, where you at, Denmark? There's I mean, did we yeah. do something wrong? <laughs> they huh. see, they thought that they're trying to catfish us. I don't know the accent. No. <laughs> that kind of come off as like you guys weird Canadian. I don't know the <laughs> weird Canadian <laughs> mixed with uh, hey, what's his name? The the singer that talks like this. Um, Brian Adams? No, the B-52s guy. <laughs> They're from Georgia. It sounded um. like the Muppets newscaster to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I mean, that kind of takes us into another thing. I was at um, at a store a couple of weeks ago. I had an announcing gig, and uh, I heard this guy, you know, talking about a phone, you know, see, let me see your phone, you know, or whatever. Well, this guy answers his phone, and he goes, hello? Who that? No? No? Nobody hear that, ain't all right, bye. Hangs it up. And immediately, frantically starts dialing a number. Hey, hey, baby. No, uh, listen. Uh, some female just called my phone and had the wrong number. I just, <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> that dude is like. He's in, covered like, his bases. Yeah, he's like, just so you know, because I know you're going to look at the bill. <laughs> like, he said that. I know you're going to look at the bill, and you're going to see a crazy number on there. I don't know who that is. And if you call him back and some female answers, they call to ask. And I'm like, now, Richard, if he had to pull you in as the witness to all this, <laughs> would you help him? Would you say, yeah, yeah I saw he him. Said, he said something about meeting her at 12 oh. tonight when you're at work. <laughs> uh, but you know, that woman has put the fear of God in Oh, him. yeah. I yeah. swear to God, if it's even a wrong motherfucking number, <laughs> you better call me and tell me. <laughs> but I mean, it just shocked me. I was like, wow. And it made me think about that. Now, saying that, Chris, it made me think about the, uh, what was that movie? it's a guy thing where it was like all these guys like this guy basically is about to get married and he cheats on his fiance with the stripper from the night before and like so there's all these clues that she's accidentally left behind and that they've left behind and the fiance's kind of you know okay what you know what's the deal she's suspicious it's like her panties were accidentally left at the house so he throws them in the tank like in the tank of the toilet. Mm. So she finds said, them. I thought you said something else. No, the stripper's panties are still there. So he finds them. Stripper's she, panties. She finds them. <laughs> she finds them in the toilet. And she's like, whose are these? And he's like, they were a gift for you. And she's like, these panties. Like, yes. These are used. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just way I bought them. They were a gift for you. So she calls the store. From Japan. She, yeah. <laughs> Out of a vending machine. Uh, so she calls the store. And the guy's like, oh, shit. Those kids back over there doing used pa- like used panties again. They, I'm sorry, ma'am. You just bring those back in. You'll get a fresh pair. And it, <laughs> like, and it was the whole movie. It was just guys covering for each other, knowing that you oh, know. Wow. And she's like, I'm so sorry, but it was just like guys covering for each other when they got into a situation. They're like, oh, and the whole thing was it's a guy thing, you know that kind of thing. But yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just. I wanted to I wanted to go over there and give that guy a hug and be like, dude, 
You've seen some shit, haven't you? <laughs> like a like a nom veteran. It's like, well, tell me how bad it was. Tell me your story. You know, there are more of us than you think, sir. I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then you give him a hug, right? Yeah. No a <laughs> Christian side hug. Pat. Uh, anyways, um, speaking of calls, I finally got a spam call, Josh. You did. I got a spam call. Thank God. It's been like how long? A month. All right. So. Um, Chris is, Chris has kept up with the show, so mm-hmm. he knows what's going on too. Uh, for like a month now, I've been waiting on a telemarketer scammer to call me. And did I tell about my wife getting one? Yeah. Like she's gotten a bunch of them in the past couple of weeks and she fucks with them. And like, she, she'll tell them like one number wrong. And they're like, Oh, let me have that. Wrong. Let me have that again. And she's like, Oh, my, my husband just left with the card and they cur- curse her out and everything. And she tells them to suck her dick and it's, it's great. <laughs> But uh, but no, I uh, I had one finally call. But here's the negative: I had been planning on doing something, you know. I had three or four scenarios in my head, and I still may do one because I like it. But I wanted to get show references in mm-hmm. and everything. They never asked me for my name because I was going to tell them my name's Mike Mayer. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I forgot about uh, Mike Mayer. Here's Mike Mayer. But Mike immediately, Mayer. immediately, I lost all focus because. I told you I hurt my shoulder doing something. I don't know what I did to it, but they put me on a muscle relaxer. And when it comes to uh, stuff like that, I am a weakling. Like, you know, it, I'm like you after like, <laughs> I'm like you on a Saturday night where I ripped my pants. Uh-huh. I am just dead. I'm not that bad. I'm just almost dead. Oh, to the oh world. you took the whole bottle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Threw up on your best friend and then possibly pissed yourself. <laughs> you said you were a weakling. I yes. Mean- uh, but no, I, I ended up passing out. Well, their, their call woke me up. It's like six in the afternoon and their call woke me up and I was like, I lost all my creativity. I didn't know where I was going. Like I, I was in the call. Well, I'll just, you want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear yeah, it. Okay. Let's we'll, we'll just play a little bit of it here. Um, what payment history you now qualify for a 0% interest rate on all your credit that? card accounts. This is a limited time offer and you must respond immediately. Okay. So now. real fast before before I heard anything, I picked up the phone and I was groggy and I was trying to get the phone to my ear and I heard a uh, a woman going, hello, hello, like not a foreigner woman, like she sounded foreign. foreigner woman, foreigner. <laughs> she really liked the band foreigner. Oh, 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 oh like a groupie. Uh, well, yes. foreigner. OK, yeah, yeah. like a, a foreigner. As ice. I'm with you. Um, I thought you meant something else right then. Sorry. Was that foreigner head games and cold? Yes. Design? Yeah. Look at me. You're two right for there. Two. What's a foreigner uh, woman sound like? Richard, could you do that? You heard that voice. I am cold as ice, baby. (laughs) They rocked the house in the summer of 86. I am hot blooded for you, baby. Lou Graham or whatever. I sucked every one of them off in every city. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma. (laughs) Told you, Grandma's a foreigner woman. She loves them. (laughs) Woo! It did something to me. <laughs> Every time I hear double vision, it just makes me quiver. <laughs> well, we're going to stop seeing you in this home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. They're stealing shit from you. I get it. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. Said I was supposed to get two pills at dinner. I was supposed to get five. Martha over there has been stealing my jello. I'm going to stab that bitch in her sleep. <laughs> you hear some shit at my home, old folks' homes. There was that rumor for a long time about Vern and... Yeah, you know, when that came out, it was really bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, apparently they're like old folks' homes. Some of them are just like 
Cesspools of STDs. Orgy. Yeah, orgy cities. <laughs> and when yeah. I heard that, man, when I heard that, it just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> really, it did. But when you think about it, and at that point, what do? else are you doing? Yeah, yeah. what else you got to do? I mean, that's... I've done played checkers twice. <laughs> yeah. Guess I'll go fuck Gertrude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so they got get, pills to ooh, help and yeah. anything now. So. I'm gonna put it on Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> you think they go down on one another too? Uh, oh my god! Uh, uh, I mean, is, <laughs> you been eating turnip greens again? One <laughs> of y'all gonna gotten an onion patch? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Where were we? Oh, <laughs> we're so, at a rest home. Uh, a rest home. Uh, somehow rest we got from a telemarketer call. To old people <laughs> fucking in a retirement <laughs> home. <laughs> oh, all right. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, we got a call. I got this call, and I'm pretty messed up. So I, I, I answer the phone. Um, it takes me a minute, and I hear some like like I said, the woman like you heard on the there like a new interest rate is like she's definitely not American. It's a great interest rate. 0%. Yeah, yeah, zero percent. <laughs> I mean, that's not an interest rate. I don't. So what? <laughs> right. It's I'm just like a, 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 <laughs> here. Let me do a favor for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so zero percent interest rate. So here we go. <laughs> Your call is being transferred. Please stay on the line. A live agent will be with you momentarily. <laughs> a live agent. So you heard. You know how most of the times you have they have a recording that plays this. Mm-hmm. So they call you and they didn't hear anybody say hello. So they hit you know record. You know and yeah. like when they heard me say hello, they go oh and they clicked over and that's when I hit record. So you didn't hear the woman go hello hello you know in the background. Until I was like, oh, this is one of those calls. Because they always spoof their number to make it look like you're getting a call from like an 800 number or something like that. So I was like, oh, this must be one of those calls. So I hit the number. And already. Thank you very much for calling July. Already. <laughs> already <laughs> that doesn't sound like her. This man's going to give me a, a 0% interest. Uh, already, I've already decided I'm going to be an old man here. <laughs> like I'm just gonna be old. So if you're old and feeble, you're doing you're two things. You're more susceptible yeah. to uh, them thinking that they can take advantage of you. Right. And B, you're probably fucking someone. Mm-hmm. Well, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Damn it. <laughs> well, I'm behind on the bills because I got the clap. <laughs> Let me go. Hey, <laughs> how are you doing? Hello, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> Hello. Wonderful. Did you press nine for the lower interest rate on your credit card? Well, yeah. Right, yes, sir. All right, so there, there you go. Did you press nine? You have a fucking call thing yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think I pressed? <laughs> you, basically, you're doing this with a talk boy, <laughs> holding it up to the phone. <laughs> Did you press nine? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not know. I cannot How about tell. These? Did you press nine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for the call of Christian purposes, how much you think you owe on your cards combined together? All right. So another thing. Notice how they didn't even ask me my name. No. It was like, hey, how much do you owe? <laughs> Did you hit nine? <laughs> great. How much do you do? Zero percent interest sounds great, don't it? <laughs> Something doesn't seem right. <laughs> this is too good to be true. Is <laughs> about it. Uh, you mean like um, as far as like my payment per month? No, no. I'm asking you how much you think you owe on your cards combined together. What is the balance you owe? Oh, uh, probably about four or five thousand. Mm-hmm. On which one you have a highest balance? Which card do you use the most on? 
Mostly my Visa card. <laughs> okay, at the next step, I'm going to plug the straight pin on the Visa card, then I will let you know your balance and payment information. And if so, yeah, in a minute, when you give me your shit, I'm going to pull up the statement and tell you exactly how much you owe. Mm-hmm. Well, why would he need you to tell him to do right. that, Richard? Well, I mean, he don't even know who the hell I am. Right. Hmm. So, it's like, just give me that card number. I'll tell you how much you owe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Current interest rate. Then, accordingly, what's the new interest rate going to be okay? Oh, okay. I want you to grab the Visa card and verify me the expiration date. When does your card expire month and year? Uh, hold on one second. It's in my card. Do you have time for me to go grab it real quick? Sure, take your time. All right, just hold on. I got to run back here and it takes me a while to get around. <laughs> yeah, work him. I can hold for you. This is a very patient scanner. A yeah. scammer. Thank you for working in. Right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, that's all I had time to do. I was like, oh, yeah, right back. It's going to take me just a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So this was my plan. Uh, you hear these silences, and I'm going to pause it now. There's just long pauses here where I don't say anything. And my plan is just to hold him on a silent line as long as I can. <laughs> it's the best I could come up with. Because, uh, like I said, I was out. But here we go. We're playing now. There's a <laughs> making old people noises. <laughs> <laughs> is that how they sound? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's because uh, that's because Marjorie's. Is this that, is this that company my wife saw on TV? It's lowering interest rates. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We are them. Yes, that's yes. us. Uh, super low I do I did find out if you're going to do this at home there is a mistake you can make don't get too specific with where they are okay because at the end of this call you're going to hear me say uh, how long have you been with if you make a statement that says how long have you been with them or hey how long have you been in this city they will terminate it because they get so, freaked out so what's the deal like they, they don't think that you're on to them your, their location right like so yeah. Like, you'll hear it in just a second. Here we go. So, still dead air. Oh. <laughs> Baby, where's my card? <laughs> you said you said it's in, in the truck? Yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, still waiting. He could be ripping other people off yeah. right now. And then I, I'm like, maybe I lost him. Y'all out of New York? <laughs> you still there? Yes, I'm still with you. Are y'all out of New York? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a... And what is... Like, what is the expiration date on your visa card, sir? <laughs> yeah, hold on. I gotta go get it. It's out my truck. <laughs> 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 uh, he must have been so frustrated <laughs> I just want to rob this guy And he's taking forever uh, Still waiting And this is How long I... you been with those guys over in New York That's where I fucked up <laughs> They disconnected the call You still there? <laughs> that... Hello? Hey, you still there? Yes I said how long you been with those guys over in New York? Yep, and that was it. Uh, you get too specific with where they're actually at geography-wise and what company they're with, they they terminate. So I will know that for next time. Uh, but I don't know, not a bad first try run. Uh, and you were doing that like on the 
1990 or mid 90s wrestler diet. And <laughs> dude, you were phenomenal. Uh, I like to call it the Elvis breakfast. <laughs> it's just a handful of pills <laughs> with a hurt shoulder. <laughs> I got a hurt back. Got a hurt back. I'll yeah. be right there. Um, I, I was trying to work that in more. And I was, uh, dude, I had had it planned where I got the card and I was going to read off the numbers, but I was going to start lowering my voice because the phone was falling away because I was holding it with my ear. So I was going to be like, eight, four, nine, three, two, one. And he would have to ask me to repeat it. Yeah. Like, I was going to mess with him for a while, but my whole point was just to keep him on the line as long as I can. And like I said, you get too specific with where they're at, and that I guess that's what fucks you. But uh, I was I was happy, man. I, I finally got a call. I was a little disappointed I didn't, didn't get to do more, and I didn't get a, the ending that I wanted, which I was going to insult him. Uh, in a way uh, where I mentioned, you know, something about I saw a documentary about this bat uh, that, you know, it only had like a two inch penis, which is two inches bigger than yours. or something, <laughs> Just something stupid like that. You know, uh, talk about my garden. It's tomato season. They're coming in really good right now. You know, you know I got quicksand right in the middle of that son of a bitch. The reason why I was bringing up New York, I was going to bring up how the weather was, and I was going to bring up how wonderful his accent was. You got one of those nice New York accents. <laughs> <laughs> and you could hear me there say, "It's you know, it's a nice... And he, he's like, what are the dub, the debit card? <laughs> what are the numbers? I need this. <laughs> They're going to kill me. <laughs> Which is the I mean, sad I... part of the coin there. What if there's a guy over there? He's like, all I got to do is just scam two people and they, they won't kill my family. <laughs> I'm going to put your nuts on a stump and bash them with a nutcracker. Somewhere ISIS has the name written down Mike Mayer. Run <laughs> yeah. back. To... Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, but no, man. No, he is injured. He will be perfect. <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed it, you know. And other than that, had a good weekend and everything. <laughs> How was your weekend, man? It was lovely. I got into a bit of family stuff, you know. But whatever. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> nah, we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> you know. I got you. Mm. Um, but no, it might ruin Christmas. <laughs> Did, Gosh, uh, I suddenly feel like I've been on the show before. Yeah, <laughs> Chris, uh, once again, we are happy to have you here with us. Uh, known you since, gosh, high school or before? Uh, tenth grade geography class. Yeah. For, yeah. Um, yeah. In, in high school. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, we didn't even know that. I didn't even know you were uh, my other friend that I've known since sixth grade. I didn't even know you were his brother. We just started talking one day. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. And it's mm-hmm. like we kind of just... Struck up a friendship, and it's it's been awesome ever since. We've yeah. went through a lot of cool things together, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris actually was uh, on my first wrestling trip. Really? Yes, yes. down to Batesville, Batesville, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, was that the one? Um, or no, you said the one with Brian was one of the first ones. Yes, that was my third one, I think, with Brian. Okay. But, uh, yeah. but Chris was on the first one with me. Uh Chris was entertaining the idea of jumping into the wrestling life because if you remember, I had uh, I came to watch you uh-huh. um, train, and the whoever the trainer was for that day gave me a good deal, which is like you can't watch, I can't let you watch, but if you want free, you know, you want one free day in the ring, yeah. And so that's what I did. Yeah, I remember you go, oh, free session. And you rolled yeah. under the bottom rope. I was like, oh, cool, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and then we helped set up the ring yeah. in Batesville. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was fun, man. Like, like I said, I do remember that trip coming back. Mm. Uh, for some reason, we could not find like Tennessee. Like every, <laughs> yeah. every we kept going. Yeah. Like 
around and around, and we kept seeing this sign that said, uh, Oxford, next right. Uh, and I know we saw that sign like four times. And I'm like, we're going in a fucking circle. And this is the days before GPS. We had like a MapQuest map thing. And, and a printout. We finally decided, we finally saw a, a sign that said north. We're like, all right, we go north. I'm just looking at this. Mississippi runs right into Tennessee. <laughs> we get into Tennessee, we'll know where the fuck we are. And See, look what a, a little bit of geographical knowledge did yeah. for us, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> but but we were sitting there going, man, we don't know where we... And this was back when Mississippi roads were shit. Oh, they're still shit. And Are they still bad? Yeah. I mean, Tennessee's not too far behind anymore. I remember when yeah. you used to be able to tell when you left Tennessee and hit Mississippi because it was like, hey, well, Mississippi welcome. <laughs> Mississippi welcomes you by screwing up your suspension, uh, <laughs> uh, but but no man, like we came back, and we we hit north, and I remember we we ran into Memphis, like that was like mm-hmm. we came out in Memphis. Yeah. It was like oh we're in Memphis, and I remember I drove fast a hundred miles an yeah. hour for much of the way. <laughs> I recall because I was so tired because yeah. we had not only had we set up the ring, we took it down. We had been yeah. training. We'd been out. I think we, we went and did flyers that day, too, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. We went to parking lot and did flyers. Hey, there's wrestling. So we'd been out in the heat, like, all day. And you're mm. talking, like, this was, like, uh, August, September, somewhere oh, yeah. in there. You guys were tired. The, we were done. Yeah, the big memory I have from that trip was when a couple of the guys got in, after we got the ring set up, and yeah. a couple of guys got in the ring to do some practice stuff. Right. And there was some, you know, I don't know, managers or whoever rushed up to the ring. Yelled at them to get out because they're like, yeah. "Look, this is Batesville. Many of these people still, you know, this is still kayfabe to a lot of them, and we want to, we want to. They you know. they still think it's real. Yeah, here. yeah. So I did, I remember two other things from that show. That was the show that Brickhouse Brown beat the stew out of that kid because <laughs> he, he messed up like four or five spots, and Brickhouse was like, "Not making me look bad." Bam, <laughs> like clotheslined his face because the kid forgot to duck. And was like, nah, "I threw it," <laughs> and he threw it. And the other thing I remember from that trip was. They had it set up. You know how, like, most of these fairgrounds, they have these canopies? Mm-hmm. You know, like at our fairgrounds, they had those parking areas where they do the flea market where it's yeah. just concrete, but they have the canopy over it. It's open air, but it's got Survival a roof. tents. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's not a tent, but it's, it's semi-permanent. Mm-hmm. Well, these had red clay dirt floors, so they had to put down plywood <laughs> to walk you to could. the ring. <laughs> To keep yeah, the yeah. To keep the ring from being dirty. That is, like, on another level mm-hmm. of redneck. Yeah, I mean, it, and it was did a pretty good job. Good house. I mean, we well, couldn't have paid shit for the building, right? Um, <laughs> I don't guess it was a building. I mean, and I don't well, know I'm how saying. much. Uh, I don't know how much the tickets were because all you had to do is walk up. You could see the thing. You didn't even have to buy a ticket. You just parked in the parking lot and you could see it. Then what was the point? I don't know, man. <laughs> but it, I mean, it was a good show. Um, I don't remember much from it. I remember coming back, like I said, going a hundred miles per hour the whole way. And just because it was like three o'clock by the time we got home and I was so tired. I was just like, man, I'm done. So it is what it is. Well, I'll tell you what, you want to do a commercial break right now? Let's do it. Who do you want to hear from this week? Oh, you want to do the JP Wrestling Academy? Let's do that. All right, we'll do JP Wrestling Academy. We'll be right back with more P3 Radio. If you want to be the best, you have to train with the best. And if you want to live your dream of being a pro wrestler, the best place to start is the Jacobs Pritchard Wrestling Academy. Imagine literally learning the ropes at a school led by former WWE champion Kane and getting coached by the legendary trainer, Dr. Tom Pritchard, who's trained countless stars such as the Hardys, Bray Wyatt, Dolph Ziggler, and even The Rock. The Jacobs Pritchard Wrestling Academy will prepare you for success in and out of the ring. 
Visit them now at jpwrestlingacademy.com and start living your dream today. Hey, this is Dr. Tom Pritchard, and if you want to be a professional wrestler, the best way to do it is check out jpwrestlingacademy.com. That's jpwrestlingacademy.com in Knoxville, Tennessee. Do you have what it takes to be a professional wrestler? Check it out and find out. jpwrestlingacademy.com. Welcome back to P3 Radio. Josh Briley, Richard Mulligan, and Chris Peterson still here with you. <laughs> A little bit of Muppets there. This one brought to you by Chris Peterson. Yes. It's always a Muppet fan mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I know, Josh, the, you watched Muppet Babies a lot too, right? Yes. Well, the, the humor was just so clever, I think. You know, oh, you yeah. You can watch it as an adult, and there are jokes in there they put for adults, and then obviously kids can. Well, I remember being uh, an adult watching, uh, was it Fozzie and uh, Ralph playing piano? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Josh, if you can find that, just type in Fozzie and Ralph playing piano. And. It was basically, uh, you can leave Muppets. Well, never mind. You don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Fozzie and Ralph play. And Ralph's playing the piano, and Fozzie comes up and just starts playing with him, and they make all these jokes. (laughs) Uh, And they make all these jokes, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty funny. I mean, it might be a lost cause. Um, There it is, I think. No, just yeah. I was like, don't don't worry so much with piano. <laughs> they play Piawa. Piawa. That's the same game that that guy that tried to call me played <laughs> this very time. Piawa. You play Piawa. That's it. Right there, the first one. Piano duet. Yeah. I mean, I love this. I think I saw this as a kid, and I saw this when I got older. And it's just Ralph playing the piano. Fozzie walks up. Mm-hmm. Sets down beside him. <laughs> Fuzzy starts hey. playing. I didn't know you could play the piano. I didn't know it either. <laughs> Join in. Very good. Here I go. Oh, he's good. simple and it catches your attention I don't know why We're still watching it, but it's it catches your attention. Ready? You know they're not really playing that, right? Thank you. Whatever. On my hat. His hat fell off. What do I do? Can you play Atlas? What? I say, can you play Atlas? I don't know who wrote it.
<laughs> so yeah, I just thought that was yeah. like the stupidest thing as a kid. Can you play Hatless? I don't know who wrote it. <laughs> like just that stupid humor there. That's just like man. Uh, I could watch that all day, like yeah, Muppet too. stuff, so we probably need to get off of that subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Josh, we asked that question to ask this one. In a world where anything can happen, mysteries are solved, questions are answered, where would you go? How much would you spend? Anything can happen. What ifs with Richard and Josh? That's right, Josh. We're bringing back What Ifs. It's been a week off from that, and we're going to get those back to going. And my question today to both of you, if you had your choice to have steady work in Hollywood as a background player, not a, not a star, you'd have steady work for 20 years as a background player, just a B player, a bit player. No one knows who you are. You don't go to the special reunion shows, you know. You know what I mean. In any TV show, movie, whatever, but you got steady work. It pays good, pays the bills, and you're in Hollywood. You're doing movies and TV. Would you choose that, or would you choose to be the star of your own sitcom for three years and then fade out like your Urkels and Balkies? Me personally, yeah, I'm going for the steady. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because As a family man. Well, just the security. Yeah, and. You can always do other things, right? You know what I mean. You you may be a a, a C level actor, and but you have a twenty year career, and that's not stopping you. You can go and do other shit. Have a podcast, for example. Yeah, but I mean, you could still do that as a. You could probably have more of a name value, like say if Urkel or Macaulay Culgan had two really good movies when we were. I had more than that, but. but I mean, two two of the ones that stick out in your head, and I mean, he still what, the has good son. Yeah, oh, well, Good Son was the third, I guess. <laughs> Which one are you thinking uh, about, Richard? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you could build something off of that. Look at Vanilla Ice. He had one big hit song, and then he's got like a show on TV now, and like you could do other avenues. Yeah, it, you just couldn't do the TV part again. Well, it de- so it, it really depends on if it depends on where my passion is. So if. If I'm using the TV show as a means to an end, right, and I wouldn't care to do that anymore, and it's just like, okay, I've got this credibility, I've got this celebrity now, here's a project I really want to do, then I would do that. But I think for most people, that's not what's going on there. You know, they're getting right. into TV, they want to stay there, they want to be the star, they don't want to have peaked with their first show, right, and then you know, well, everything I mean, be downhill after that. You look at it like this: how many people like Balky? Or Urkel yeah. have made something out of their their careers after that show was over, and uh-huh. at one time, Balky was the shit, <laughs> and so yeah. was Urkel. I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing or hearing yeah. that I do that, and people mm-hmm. quoting him and stuff like that. I mean, but if they really tried, I mean, there, here's where you would have to have that entrepreneur, like business person, like mentality is like, okay, you're either taking the huge lump sum of money and then banking on yourself that you're going to yeah. do something with your found fame, right? you know, doing comic book con- conventions or whatever, or you're going to take the steady gig that doesn't pay as much, but it's longer. It's like, wh- do you take the payment method from winning the lottery mm-hmm. or do you get the, the lump sum is kind of what we're at here. Well, I think the quality of life would be better long term yeah. for taking the, uh, you know, instead of, freaking you know 20 million for a period of three years you take you know 
what three four grand a week for the next 20 yeah. or something yeah. like that you know I, mean, I would choose that because i think you would ultimately be happier because the psychological effects of being extremely famous for a short period of time and then right. everything everything being sucked away from you that's debilitating mm-hmm. yeah know? that's yeah, yeah. Chris, what about and you? Because there, there, there's an asymmetry. So one of the, I think, the tragedies about life is that there's an asymmetry between uh, pain and pleasure in the sense of, you know, if you win the lottery and you get a million dollars, that's a great feeling. Yeah. But it doesn't last very long. However, if you lose a million dollars, that's devastating. Right. And that's going to stick with you. And it's that sort of asymmetry. So based on that, I would go with the first scenario where you have the consistency Instead of that, you know, three-year period of happiness, and then of course our memories fade, and yeah. the further you get from that, it just isn't, you know. I mean, I'm sitting here going, if I lost a million dollars, I'd be looking everywhere for it, <laughs> <laughs> under the rug. Maybe I put you it know. over here. Let me check my pants. I know I stuck money in my pants. A wife's secret account somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, and there's the whole you've heard of the hedonic treadmill, right? I mean, once you. Oh yeah, all the time. We talk about yeah. it all the time on yeah. here. <laughs> that was actually a <laughs> hold on Easter egg on last Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, anyways, go ahead. I, I've heard of it, but explain it to Josh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh. Um, Richard, you can just take a nap. Okay, I guess, yeah, since yeah. You know everything. Go ahead. Explain the hydronic, uh, Hydro- com- convertible, <laughs> uh, Webster's Hydro- dictionary. Hydraulic. Thing. Uh, <laughs> explain the paleontology. <laughs> no, I mean, the, you know, the hedonic treadmill is just the simple. You know, once you've gotten, you know, you've succeeded in one thing, you just sort of. You want to go further, and then once you get there, you want to go further. And also, this is typically in the context of if you see someone a little more successful than you or they have the better car or something, then you're going to strive for that to get above them. And then you're going to have somebody else that's just above you, and you're going to keep trying to sort of outdo and outcompete you know, the other person. And that's kind of what you're going to get stuck with, I think, yeah. in the second scenario. You're yeah. always going to want to try to get the next best thing and the next best thing and the next best thing after that and you're just never going to have that fulfillment ultimately in the end. So. And if you are looking for a hedonic treadmill, I know somebody that can sell you one for 0% interest. Just hit 0%. Nine. Just hit 9 right now. Tell you know. me... Was that none? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me how much you think you own your credit cards. Like all of them collectively. Uh, Let me get that number from you real quick. Maybe if you could just give me all the numbers. (laughs) Well, (laughs) speaking of movies, speaking of movies, um, I watched Varsity Blues this week, Mm. and I didn't mean to. It was one of those. Explain that. How does that happen? Well, I had I've been drinking. <laughs> no, <laughs> we did find out that I'm like two steps away from probably needing to go to a meeting because every story I have is like I was sleepy or the doctor gave me some pills. <laughs> 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 I was high on peyote. <laughs> I was in the doctor for the fifth time this month. Hey man, don't don't knock my Aflac insurance policy. <laughs> oh my God, you must pay thousands. I'm <laughs> like. Well, we're not going to get into that. We won't, we won't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your health in general and well being. Varsity Blues. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Varsity Blues. Anyways, uh, no, I was flipping. So you're channels. on $30 copay? Or <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go. <laughs> it's a very reasonable rate. I got it all lowered to 0%. 0%. Right. <laughs> got a number you can call. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, God. I did hear about this story about a guy getting taken. 
remember me telling you. What do you mean by that? You cut me off real quickly there. I was going to say taken for I a was, lot of I money. Was, I was thinking like wild cactus type taken. <laughs> <Got him> taken. <laughs> you got, get he under the taken. bed. Now listen to me. Then it will take you <laughs> for all your money. Did you press nine? <laughs> so yeah, pretty sure that was nine. Ah, it doesn't matter. We heard the number. Actually, just take a picture and send it to me of your card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, I heard the story that was real about this guy from a foreign country here that was in America that got taken for like thirty thousand dollars by those scammers. Mm. Uh, they just like what called you from somebody that was his same ethnicity, and he had actually called them. To start, and it was like, and they told, and and this business told him because he was trying to book a hotel. We won't say what business it was, uh, but they said, "Oh, well, I can get you a good discount if you call this guy." So he called this guy. Well, this guy was a scammer, so they gave him the number of a scammer, and the guy was like, "Oh, because we're brothers from the same country, I'm going to hook you up." And they kept help, like helping him and helping him. And then, oh, I need a transaction fee for this. I'm going to charge this to your account. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And they slowly got like, not slowly, over the course of like 24 hours, got 30 grand from him. How did he keep saying yes? He just said it once, or he gave him the number. He's a Daniel Bryan fan. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, another transaction fee. This time, it's only 1000 but well, it'll I mean, transfer yeah. back into it, your account again. It doesn't matter if you say yes or no once they have your debit card or yeah. your credit card information they got you oh, so, i was assuming he was just agreeing <laughs> to like okay well only 500 this time okay <laughs> shit ahmed you forgot to get his authorization <laughs> it's like no they just scam you <laughs> nope nope we're like vampire scammers you have to be invited in <laughs> i'm not gonna bite that motherfucker's neck because he didn't invite us in no they so don't. we're welcome right not a lot of um, um ethics in the scammer community not as high as you'd think but I don't know if I wonder if that's like guaranteed by the bank. Like, you know, they have fraud protection and stuff like that. I wonder if they would help him out there. Yeah, I think they probably would actually. Yeah, if it's, so. uh, I think that's what that FDIC mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Remember FDIC? FDIC. 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 I'm going to call FDIC. And they're going to help me. Thousand dollars. That's it. Uh, anyways, that but that's a true story and. uh uh, maybe we have an editing point here from A to B. Did you B. put it up on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a true story. No, uh, um, well, <laughs> my wife told me about it. <laughs> oh, I see. We're getting further I was, from I was, inside information. I was huh? begging for the number to call them. It's <laughs> okay. like, please give me it. I need somebody to call. <laughs> uh, I got this app. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. She probably thinks you'll be tired and really give your numbers to them or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, shit. I lost the number. <laughs> but uh, we're getting off subject here. Uh, I accidentally watched Varsity Blues. I was watching a movie on like, uh, you know, you, how your TV plays in the background and you have like HDMI 1 and HDMI 2. Well, I was watching something on playing a game or something and I flipped it over and I caught the ending of Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues is a good movie. I enjoyed it. And you talk about somebody, another actor that was big on his own TV show that kind of just faded away and I thought man I thought he would really take off because of the way he looked and everything and you know he was a pretty good actor you know James Vanderbeek wasn't he he was in Dawson's Creek right yes it was Dawson's Creek him and the guy from uh, Mighty Ducks Mm mhm yeah Yeah. I I never watched that show but you're right Dawson's Creek it was huge back in this day 
Which guy from Mighty Ducks? I mean, we had a we had a multi. The only uh, one from uh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> the fat one, the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> the fat one, okay. Right. The fat one was on <laughs> Dawson's Creek too. Oh man, have you seen him lately? Yeah, didn't he look like a crackhead now? Or yeah, something? he looks bad. He looks like he's like ninety. Quack, quack. Yeah, <laughs> more like <laughs> see meth, meth, meth. <laughs> it don't hurt when you get hit with the pucks and you high on meth. <laughs> oh man, Bless he, his heart, he, man, yeah, he looks bad. Anyways, uh, but yeah, you're right. Bless he, his heart. <laughs> but uh, but that was huge, and that was one of those things. Like, man, if anybody's gonna make it, this guy right here is, and yeah. he just kind of faded away. But uh, I was watching, you know, the end of. Oh, oh go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I was watching the end of Varsity Blues, and I saw, you remember the speech at the end that he gives? He's like, the coach is full of shit. We're going to go out here, and we're going to coach this. We're doing this for us. Yeah. <laughs> that Basically, that yeah, yeah, you know. First off, I looked at my wife. I was like, you know, I never realized the how none of this would happen. Like, where are the assistant coaches? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Parentals. there's no, there's yeah. just one coach They're doing all They're giving another this? player another shot in right. one of the closets mm. somewhere. You mean to tell me this guy has one of the most winning programs in Texas football and he doesn't have any assistant mm. coaches? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody's trying to get on that staff. There ain't even a fucking intern keeping the stats. <laughs> there's nothing, just the coach. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it's that. A, it's a dictatorial system. So, Richard. and then the second half comes out and you got a bunch of kids with no head coach what official allows that to happen mm. and then then the guy the the guy that hurt his leg uh he was in fast and furious uh paul walker paul walker he's got a headset on who the fuck is he talking to <laughs> there's no assistant coaches right. <laughs> we've established this i did make a horrible maybe they joke. stayed in the booth uh, during halftime. <laughs> Maybe. What the fuck's Maybe. going on? You don't sound like Coach uh, whatever his name was. <laughs> Kilmer? They 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 made the uh, water boy the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's who he's talking to. Yeah. Oh, is that who it is? No, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, I don't know. There ain't one person on this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can That's say. what I was thinking of. Yeah, we're going to go with the loop-de-loop. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, like, I did make a horrible joke when Paul Walker died. <laughs> Oh, did you? Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you sound so surprised? <laughs> I did say that, like, oh, it's okay. James Vanderbeek is going to take his spot now in all of his movies because it was a Varsity Blues thing. Did you say that on Twitter? Or? I think. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe. It was It was lighthearted. We want to like make, sure, make sure five you were minutes on. after his death. Yeah. <laughs> That's God no, awful. it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like two or three days after. I was like, I've just been. I've just heard that James Vanderbeek will be subbing in as the role that he played in most of his movies now. But <laughs> now that I say it out loud, <laughs> See, you're gonna have a lot of editing points. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll keep that in. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Other than that, I want you to look at this video we're about to play. This is the final speech in Varsity Blues. And I want you to see if anything stands out to you when you watch this. I mean, other than the crappy speech. You know what I mean? Like, just, here we go. I'll let you hear it. Uh, I guess I will. Here we go. Who they got playing the harp in the background? <laughs> <laughs> look closely. Game started. Kilmer said, 48 minutes for the next 48 years of our lives. I say, fuck that. Oh. Right? All right. Are you looking? You notice I anything say, so far? Let's go out there. <laughs> the 35 year old man? <laughs> 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 That's in high school. Just keep watching. 
We got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods for the next half of football. <laughs> well, one thing is they're not very they're not very inspired. Yeah, yeah, but that's, I mean the age, but the age, yeah, that's we half-ass it because we're scared. They ain't even trying with these extras. They're like twenty-seven years old, maybe even older. We go out there. Look at that guy. He's got a receding hairline. <laughs> Did you see that? That guy right there. Like, okay, no, pause it right there. We're at 105. <laughs> We're at 105 in, in this speech on YouTube. Yeah. And right over James Vanderbeek's right shoulder is a guy that has his face blurred because he's probably 47 years old. He's literally old. got grandkids. His age is probably the jersey number he has on right now, 44. <laughs> and his hairline is about... I mean, my hairline's shorter than his. You don't it's, have one. I don't have one. It's way back here. He has more forehead than Peyton Manning. <laughs> Look at that. So, all right. That's heroic. He's smiling. <laughs> look, everybody in here except one guy, and you'll notice the one guy that looks like he's in high school. You'll see it in just a minute. You'll be like, okay, that guy's definitely in high school. But everybody, see, 35. <laughs> All of them look old as hell. I think they already showed it. But, well, this is. There this was one guy in the whole thing that looked like he was a high school kid. Now, I remember looking at them as they're showing their faces as the harp's playing. And I'm like, that guy looks like he's 35 years old. That guy looks like he's 29, 30. Yeah, that one's 40. Well, this is my issue with you go back and watch a lot of these classic films that are supposed to be, uh, you know, about teenagers like Grease. Have you watched Grease yeah. lately? Rewatched no, I it? Haven't. I mean, they're they're all mid thirties, right? I mean, it's, it's right. Well, I mean, you if you remember, look at, go ahead. No, go go. No, I was gonna say like if you look at James Vanderbeek and the guy who played, uh, he was one that blew up that didn't do much after Ocean's Eleven, but that other guy, Tweeter, I think it was his name on yeah. here. If you look at both of them and Billy Bob, they are probably in their mid twenties here. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing about Hollywood actors that are that look that way, they're that way for a reason. They look good. Superior <laughs> genetics. Exactly. Yeah. So you can play a 18-year-old, 17-year-old at 25. Yeah. Extras, I don't know, maybe not the same criteria. Because <laughs> all but Are one. Are you a man? Yeah. <laughs> between the ages of 18 and 60. That kicker had gray hair. <laughs> can you be? <laughs> Our kicker failed the drug test. Or, or no, he failed the physical. What happened? Got an STD from the home. <laughs> <laughs> Ethel was making turnip greens, got him mm. aroused. But you were talking, Chris, about um, grease. You said something. You were going to say something else, and I cut you off. No, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> just, just making the observation that yeah. Anytime I watch grease or see grease now, it's very hard for me to get past the fact that these, how old they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I guess it happens in other movies too, but I was watching that one. Like I said, I, I just started laughing, and Julie was like, "What? What's wrong?" And I was like, "Every one of those motherfuckers are in their 30s. <laughs> Can you hurry this speech up? I gotta go pick my kid up. <laughs> oh man, I remember. Although to defend you a little bit, Richard, I do get the whole accidentally settling into a movie because right. I remember, um, you know, when I lived with John, we would. Sometimes a movie would come on like Rocky Four. It would come on TV, right? And we would get caught up in it. And you know it's on TV, so there are commercials and everything. Yeah. 
I owned Rocky IV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, why, why not just go get the DVD so we don't have to deal with the commercials? But no, you just get sucked right. in. And you and don't you, you don't in. go, well, hey, why don't we just stop here right. and turn on the DVD? <laughs> yeah. You go, fuck it. I'm just going to, no, well, what's new with let's Huggies? Let, let's let things play out and see if, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do the same exact thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I can't get over that. Like I said, every one of them were like 35 years old. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, oh, Jesus, I've never noticed this before. So that might be something we need to look at in other movies, like from our past. Um, was there ever a well, movie? Well, my thing I, I was thinking about when we were watching that, I don't think it takes place so much now, but if you look back in the 80s especially, movies that were supposed to be about teenagers, and like they were overly sexualized, right. mm-hmm. like super sexual oh, yeah. films. If you watch Meatballs now, you know, I was like, oh, my God. Right. That, that Revenge of the awful. Nerds. That shit is, I mean, th- those are college, uh, to be fair. Like, I remember when I was a kid seeing Revenge of the Nerds on Comedy Central. Hey, pie. Mm. And the girl, <laughs> yeah, and the, girl takes this, too. the girl takes this guy who's a geek in a mask uh-huh. and goes and takes him and has sex with him. And he never says, she thinks he's somebody else. That's. Technically, that's rape. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. part two, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a more shittier version. <laughs> it was a sequel. But even fucking, uh, what was that show we used to always watch? Was it uh, Corky's? Not Corky's. Por- uh, Porky's. Porky's. Oh, bloody. That movie. Uh, the voyeurism. The yeah. peeping. Peeping in the. Dude, I, I was that was about of... teenagers. And We're that. Corky's. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't that uh, be something? I'm I'm not editing, yeah. him, so I'm going to shut up right now. Exactly. Go ahead. Shut your no, mouth. No, Porky. Porky. Go lose your job. That's, you feel happy about that? And you know what's crazy about that? <laughs> Look That's, him up. Was he really like that? Before I say anything. Yes. Oh, was. okay. Well, never mind. Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. That's what my like my grandparents and and my cousins, everybody. I'm going inside. Corky's his own or Corky is own. Like oh, I don't yeah. even know what the name of that show is. I don't know. Is he still alive? I'm not making a joke. I'm uh-huh. asking. Is because that, he falls right into that person that blew up and then fell off. Now, but if he fell yeah. off because he died, then I would feel bad. But like your Urkels and stuff like that. But he was. I mean, he was pretty much the show. People would say, Corky, don't look at me like that, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was on the show and he was big. But anyways, Porky's. Yeah, Porky's is terrible. Like, And that's like, it's teenagers going to a whorehouse yeah. to... To lose their virginity, yeah, I mean, that's awful. Yeah, I mean, putting your dick through a thing, and, and you the think woman about grabs it. it at the same time that that movie's probably being made. That's around when Benny Mardones is making that song. <laughs> she that the eighties, the eighties yeah. was a wild time, man. Uh, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> it makes me think of uh, the the you know, Mystery Science Theater three thousand show. Um, one of the episodes they do is Hobgoblins. And it's set in the 80s, uh-huh. and there's a sort of a whole party going on, and uh, Mike, the host, one of his riffs is, It's the 80s, do a lot of coke and vote for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> man, I mean, you watch some of those movies back, though, and you're like, man. but I mean, you watch TV today, and you know, you get into that uh, those social things that you aren't supposed to say anymore, mm-hmm. it's not PC, yeah. and if you just go back to, you know, th- now there's a backlash on Friends, the show Friends. There's a backlash because of certain people like Chandler on there. His dad uh, is a cross-dresser is what he calls him. You know, this was back in the day of before transgender, trans Mm. anything. He was just a cross-dresser is what he called him. And they have come out on Chandler because Chandler is very homophobic on there. 
he makes a lot of statements like that, you know, and they all say the word, oh, you're gay, ha, 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 you know, and stuff like that. And you think that was like, what, 10 years ago? And now it's like totally not cool to say anything like yeah. that anymore. Uh, and But you fast forward 30 years ago, and it's like people are under a mask pretending to be somebody to have sex with a girl. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> you know, some of that you look at and you go, okay, that mm-hmm. that's bad, you know. And I can see where you could make the correlation of, but you got to think what nowadays is going to happen in the next 10 years that people are going to go, oh, well, that's terrible. You know, Nothing. That's, you don't think so? No, I mean, if anything is, I mean, well. We're kind of getting political here. But. Yeah, I was going to say something. And I'm the apolitical Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's so, like we're talking about hypersensitive now. Anything that comes out that, like, as an out, you know, people get outraged about everything. Yeah. It's almost like they're attacked and you know a lot of them should be but you know anything that uh, a vast majority of people disagree on now it's almost like they're they just attack like a mob mentality and and it's shut down and then you know we move on to the next thing so looking right now there's not very much that i can say well when we're watching this on tv in 10 years (laughs) no probably not um I mean, looking through our segments here, we still got enough for another show, but I don't know if y'all have time to do another show. Uh, if you do, we'll do a, we'll do one. We'll do a more of abbreviated one for next week. Yeah, probably buying low on time right now. I got to go to my dad's and whatnot. <laughs> Back hurting him. <laughs> Going to help him take a piss. He's getting no, older. It, seriously? <laughs> no. It's no. something with the fucking motor in the Bronco. <laughs> I if you help. want this truck, go to Dwayne in I perfect gotta, condition. I got to help him. Some I don't know if he's putting the motor. He's took most of it apart, and he wants to put the block on a engine stand or some shit. Riveting. I got pissed. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I got fucking pissed when I got home because I do oh, this. Look at that beautiful woman. The same shit every Sunday. I go grocery shopping. Or I get, we get the kids ready for church. Yeah. Send them off. Go grocery shopping. Do whatever we got to do. Come home. As soon as I come home. My mom's over there because usually she has to be there because we may not get home in time. Well, we tried to get back early because yeah. I wanted to be over here. You know, well, as soon as I walk in, she's like, your daddy said as soon as you get done here, come down there. Or he's wanting you to help him with that motor or something. It's like, I got a podcast to do. I'm not <laughs> coming to work on a fucking motor. <laughs> crazy? <laughs> I said, I'll go over there after. You want to call him right now and see what he's doing? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. When you come over here, help me work on this motor. <laughs> all of you come over here, hell. We're going to need all your backs to pick it up, get it into the sink. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's what they'll talk about in the rest home whenever they're bathing him. <laughs> We're going to need all of your backs to lift this up. <laughs> oh, man. Well, i tell you what. We won't end the show too quickly. I did see yeah. this. She's uh, got a pretty mouth. <laughs> so uh, this video, I watch a lot of World Star Hip Hop videos. And it's to me, it's comical. Whenever uh, a fight breaks out yeah. in real life, do you World Star? Do you do that? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to sound like too posh. I don't see a lot of fights <laughs> breaking out. <laughs> too posh. Where, too, where are you seeing fights yeah. breaking out? I mean, uh, they don't have that those at the country club. 
Gosh. I don't know that's going to be an adjective ever assigned to anybody that lives in Bemis, right? <laughs> posh. Oh, look at it. He thinks he's posh because he's got that indoor toilet. <laughs> in posh ass. Oh, yeah. Word. Mm. He too good to eat the blackbird pie. That's what I was going to say. Posh too is... Good. <laughs> too good to make squirrel <laughs> stew from you. Yeah. Posh is for caviar eaters, Richard. Yeah. But, uh, well, I don't see around... I don't get and, around a lot and, of fights. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, I was watching this, and uh, there's this website on there that they're promoting called Was it Rough and Ready? Is that what it's called? I think uh, it's a boxing. It's kind of like uh, Tough Man, but they just do all kinds of different boxing. And the commentary for this, Josh, would I believe is what we would sound like if we could do our own and we didn't have to worry about like having jobs or anything. If we were millionaires and we did our own comment, like that is the level of commentary. In fact, on one of these, you actually hear the guy go, that might be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So basically here, and I love the titles for world star hip hop videos. This one says, washed her up real quick. (laughs) Like, I don't even fucking know what that means. (laughs) Washed her up real quick. Toothless hillbilly fights young wrestling champ. And, uh, Let's, so do this. let's play this right here. Hello, my name is Jennifer Wright. She looks like Beavis. She has the Jerry Springer cut of yeah. 95. Now, now, yeah. <laughs> now, can we talk about her pregame video, her pre-fight video here? She still looks got her like fucking BP gas right. station shirt on. It looks like she may well, be doing this. That probably is a meth shed right there, right? Either that <laughs> or this <laughs> is, look at the fence. This looks like this could be a penal farm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this honest. is right before she gets yeah. out. <laughs> this is, uh, my name is so-and-so. I'm on community I mean, service right now. We know there's a Dollar Tree on the other side <laughs> of the building. Yes, <laughs> pretty sure. I mean, they spared no expense for the background of this. I mean, um, here, let's play it. But yeah, she hey, looks my like name's Beavis. Cassandra Thorne. Whoa. I'm 18 years old. Yeah, I mean, I've so a, now and you I'm have a girl. As fuck. Right, yeah, she's wearing a Guns N' Roses shirt. She's 18. I guarantee Not bad you she looking. doesn't listen I, to hold on, them. Hold on, hold on. I can already tell you. The problem here, why she's going to get her ass beat, and that's because <laughs> she's not confident. She's not looking at the camera. No. She's, her eyes are, you know, I'm just telling you. I've <laughs> been a wrestler for four years now. Maybe you should try to consider the ring girl contest because that's the only way you're going to take home some money. So her her thing is, if I can wrestle men, I can wrestle a girl. Uh-huh. I can fight a girl. Hey, and that's I mean, logical. She's, that's she's logical. got good size. If you see her in a minute, she looks like, and they, they actually say something about it here, and the commentary on this is hilarious, man. Uh, here we go. Girl fight coming up here, guys. Yep. The girl in the blue looks like she may be the heavyweight champion of the world in real boxing. I would be very nervous. So this is very interesting. This is actually her first <laughs> venture into the squared circle. She's a state champion wrestler who wrestles a lot of men in West Virginia in high school. She just she turned 18. scary, and this other girl looks like uh, something out straight out of the hills have eyes. And you look at their gear. All right, so we got it paused right here. The 18 year old's wearing like the um, the Nike like uh, what is it compression shirt and shorts. It looks like professional. And you got <laughs> you, you got female Beavis here. She just got off the tractor. Uh, she looks like she's wearing a rejected suit for mankind, like the old 90s Cactus Jack gimmick. It looks like she's wearing that. <laughs> Big right hand, big right hand, big right hand. Whoa. Oh. I was wrong on this one. really voice. showing. Oh, yeah. It is really <laughs> showing. <laughs> She's grabbing the back of her head with one glove and punching up. This is the best technical boxing I've ever seen. <laughs> 
This is wow. in high school wrestling. <laughs> That's our brother. Yeah. This is West Virginia, by the way. Oh, well. <laughs> we know, so we know what side the crowd's on. Well, both of them are from West Virginia. <laughs> and she is just wiping the floor. You think like, the ref's got to be stopping this, right? He seems to be stopping it every no. 10 seconds. Hey, you sure you want to do he this? He realizes how highly entertaining this match is. Would you ever get a hair? If you could grow hair, Richard, would you grow your hair like that? What like you that? do, yeah, just like that. All right, you want to explain give you what another it looks like? Extended what if? Okay, yeah, if you ever watched that. Jerry Springer in say '96, right. every haircut that a guy had, <laughs> it's that the the fucking long hair with the shaved sides into like a bowl. It's kind of like in the back. It's kind of like cornrows without the cornrows. No, what they did <laughs> like was it's one big cornrow without the dreads. They just, take the long hair, put it up into the mo uh, from Three Stooges bowl, yeah. and then they just shave around with like a wine guard, <laughs> <laughs> and then let the hair flow. But I'm gonna put it in a ponytail so it looks. How is she, it looks like it's stapled to the back of her head. Well, that's important part. Like. It's pop riveted there. <laughs> You're fucking pop riveted there. I don't feel anything anywhere. Fuck. <laughs> and the shirt. It looks like that ring from the wing show that we were watching. The color of it. Like, like a hand me down. Be, it used to be white, but it's all dingy, <laughs> like Marlboro smoke oh, all over it. <laughs> the sadness that shirt has seen. <laughs> like I couldn't imagine. The armpit crust. Yeah. Oh. Chris? <laughs> She's got a belt on her sweatpants. What the hell? <laughs> she does. <laughs> and the belt's whiter than the shirt. <laughs> well, leather don't stain. It's hard as fuck to stain leather. Uh, but I've done it twice. <laughs> My skin is proof. <laughs> was that what your family was doing in the yard uh, that time? Staining the leather. <laughs> they were trying to... <laughs> Come get your homemade belt. You a 34 or 35. Freddie's got his knife over there. Just whittling out holes. <laughs> then they make me a wallet out of that. Met a nice man with a pan flute and sold him at flea market. Richard Lee, you like baseball? <laughs> I made you a ball here. <laughs> and a glue. It's got blood on it. <laughs> too good, huh? You posh. Yeah, you too posh for this. All right, so let's rejoin let's rejoin this ass whipping here. Give this girl credit in the blue. She's swinging. A lot of the guys haven't when they've been overmatched. So mm. she's got on like the grandpa New Balances, the white shoes. <laughs> Her corner man softening her a cigarette. I want to smoke on the even rounds, Chip. Oh, yeah, he. She really wore her out here. She's throwing her hips into those. <laughs> She's holding the back of her head. I want to skip along because I want you to hear this announce team. So they start dissing the ref. They're like, because he's asking, he's like, do you want to continue? And they're like, you should be the one that makes that decision, ref. <laughs> that ring girl now just wearing the end of the fight. I think they just kept the clock on. Pretty decisive victory. But that was the second round. No, this ref has no idea what he's doing. That was the second <laughs> round. There's a third round coming. I hate him. <laughs> so basically, we skipped ahead the second round, and she just got her butt kicked another round. 
I just get a close up swing in. Do you want to stop it, Ralph? Yeah, This girl's got guts. They keep calling him a clown. I'll tell you what, the ring girl's coming in with the helpful uh, hair tie. I haven't seen, seen yeah, teammates the, like that the since Byron left. The teenager, the uh, teenager kept, her hair kept falling out. And every time her hair would fall out, like the woman's like, ah, that's sweet. I'm going to punch your face off. <laughs> so I want to get to the last line. Yeah, see, here. we were making fun of her hair, but hey, look. It has worked out in her favor. <laughs> she did have it pop riveted back there. <laughs> so, shocker. That's a woman. Might be problematic. Oh. That's one, the man. Becky Lynch. The man. I mean, that's a big compliment. Then I just said, she's like the man. Backpedal, 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 backpedal. That reminds me of something. Yeah. What are you talking about, like? 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh, we get the postmatch. just taught her a lesson. The question is, what lesson was it? What did you just teach her? I told her, I told her to go back to the ring girl competition. That's where she needed to be. She had a good fight, though. All in all, it was a good fight. You definitely belong out you there. <laughs> it's a real Cinderella story where yeah. the evil stepmom does meth and whips the shit out of the Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to go get my check. And do you see that dude? He's got the dishwashing gloves yeah. on. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to touch you. This is the post-match interview. And is, he, <laughs> is he in a bathrobe? So bathrobe he with is. The He is. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with this. It's like they just woke him up to what bring him in. Was he in there earning his keep? <laughs> like, and then, hey, get out there and do an interview. Where's that guy that didn't pay for his meal doing dishes? Where's he at? Oh, send him out here to do a rep. No one wants to touch this woman. <laughs> How many fights have you been in? I've only been in two in the ring, baby, but I've been on a lot in the street. How did those go? I haven't lost. Undefeated. I believe you. Got two ex-husbands I killed. I mean, <laughs> died suspiciously. <laughs> Back to you guys. <laughs> I love shrug. that that shrug, like hey. shrug at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but do you think now she's got people just coming up to her left and right? You think hey, there's a Don King? You know, I heard yeah. what you said. This is the street. Let me prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't well, think she got shitty tattoos. That's what Bruce Lee had to deal with when uh, people coming up to him. Yeah. Well, yeah, wrong. you got if you back yeah. then there was no like. Uh, just decisive way to prove. I mean, she's not team. in the same oh, no, category no, no, no. as Bruce right. Lee. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. She gave him a run for his money. I haven't been in a fight yet with Bruce Lee, but I'm pretty sure I whip his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she does enough meth before, yeah. I guess she'd essentially be a zombie. Hey, kung fu the shit out of me. I ain't gonna fail it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like back then, there was no decisive way. Okay, this is the baddest mm, motherfucker. Right. And but those movies and just like I can't imagine. Mm. It's like oh, that's the man. Right. Kind of like probably uh, if Hogan was a little smaller, he probably would. Oh, I whip your ass. You know. Uh, well, you know, they said it used to happen to wrestlers all the time. You know, they'd walk into a bar or something. It's like oh. I'm going to show you how real fighting yeah. is, you know, and they, most times people get their ass whipped because the guy's still a legit 6'4", 300-pound guy right. <laughs> that has to pick people up and throw them down for a living. So 
uh, I don't know. I just I thought that was pretty cool. We'll get into more some of these. I wish we could have gotten to the taco hums. I guess that's what y'all said, because uh, Chris won't Ta- be here taco, next time. Taco. <laughs> but we're we're kind of out of time. We've got an yeah. extra long episode here. Uh, but Chris, man, I uh, want to appreciate. I want to say I'm appreciative. Yeah, you I'm, being on the show. I'm this glad week. this finally happened. And so, uh, thank well, you for letting me join you guys. You'll have to come back and do it again yeah. sometime, Josh. They want to follow our show. How do they do that? Well, on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. And if you want to find us on Facebook, go into your search bar, type Pop Poncho, and you're bound to see our picture. And if you want to reach us, text us, voicemail us, whatever, 24 hours a day, we are 731-300-6675. That's going to about do it for us. For Josh Briley, Chris Peterson, and Retro Mulligan, we're saying thanks again for listening and good night.